How y'all doing? It is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022 AD, and it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, 11 a.m. if you're in Central Time, Central Daylight Time. Shout out to Texas and all those other states north of it that I don't know. And, uh... Going to have a fun Tuesday show, maybe a loosey-goosey Tuesday show. I have quite a lot to cover. Just like yesterday, I had a lot to cover, and I didn't even cover all of it. And uh, so anyway, um, going to cover the, uh, well, I'll touch on the extreme weather mess, because I didn't get to cover it in full on Hake News on the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. I like to be thorough, as you may have picked up. And I'll cover Beyonce, Lizzo, a little bit. Some funny headlines that I've been meaning to get to for days from Mediaite. Funny in my opinion. I don't know, we'll see if they're still funny. And this phony conservative rhino. I'm clenching my teeth because this guy makes me so mad. Ah! Adam Kinzinger. He's a sleazy rhino. Is there anything good about Adam Kinzinger? Coward. Married to a Hispanic wife? <laughs> uh, that's nice. Anyway, um, that guy is going after Trump and American heroes, and he's pretending to be for oh, country first. What a phony, in my opinion. Uh, a real American, Trump, is uh, going after Brittany Griner, the uh, grandstanding Black Lives Matter supporting light-skinned black Dumb, useful, idiot, light-skinned, I said light-skinned already, right? Uh, WNBA, quote-unquote, star. <laughs> Bunch of phonies. A fake Christian guy is uh, pretending to be all for her. This specific fake Christian guy was well-liked by all, including me, until he did this photo op with Barack Obama. Steph Curry. Psh. They don't even look right hanging out together like that. What a mess. And uh, some other things, other Trump haters. There was this 9-11 grandstanding speech against Trump by uh, this female and so-called families of victims of 9-11 because Trump was doing this uh, golf thing. And, you know, Sleepy Joe offed some 9-11 terrorist. Ooh, give me a break. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. you guys doing? I am fine. How's the audio feed for, uh, for, uh, Indeed, it's working fine. I like to test the, uh, I like to test Odyssey. 
uh, Hake is a eunuch now? Asks the real Mr. Mad. Yeah, because, uh, M-A-D or whatever his name is. Yeah, because I used a high-pitched voice. And I am wearing my Men's History Month t-shirt with, uh, Booker T. Washington speaking. Speaking like a man to the men in the crowd. Presumably he was a man. He wrote some books that I hear are great. Up from slavery and character building or something like that. Uh, you know, back in late 2013, 2014, JLP had a school for uh, boys, Boys Bond Leadership Academy for boys. We may have let one or two girls into, but um, I remember overhearing some of the lessons from like character building class that he actually himself taught. We had some normal teachers as well. <laughs> And there were some deep lessons from, uh, from that. I remember hearing, overhearing JLP. You know, I'm on his network. Speaking about, if you see a homeless person, this was a paraphrase, I believe, from uh, Booker T. Washington, who thought like a man, unlike the W.E.B. Du Bois, Du Bois, W.E.B. Du Bois, the communist who left America and deserted America and renounced America scumbag sleaze that all the phony blacks today all love him think they love him and they hate this guy uh, Booker T. Washington Booker T. Washington said if you see a homeless man or woman you know they did something in their life to put themselves in that in that situation isn't that smart isn't that manly thinking but now we have oh homeless rights advocates we're for the unhoused and the mainstream media and the demon rats all up and down the West Coast enabling them to just take over our cities and trash them, have poop on the ground and syringes for drugs and enable them to do drugs and all kinds of mess. So we don't have manly thinking, we need men back. So shout out to JLP and uh, the late, great Booker T, if he was indeed great, and I think... Probably had a lot of, we could use a man with sense like him today, huh? I will be reading your Super Chats, guys. Let me jump right into some, uh, some stuff. You know, <laughs> shall I share this? Yes, I shall share this. I got a tweet from a um, listener who regularly tweets to me. Kalki does Prabhu. Kalki Dasa Prabhu, man, I'm butchering your name. He said, FYI, this is a reference from yesterday. Stretching towards Bethlehem is a paraphrase of a line from the, in the famous poem by W.B. Yeats, titled The Second Coming. It's a great poem, and I highly recommend it. It's not long. And uh, he tweeted me that yesterday, I mean today, based off of yesterday's show in which I covered this lady, and I use the term loosely, this Yugoslavian, probably not Christian woman who is into stretching, trying to do the splits, and she learned, you know, it's good for you to stretch, which it is, that's true, but she's all, oh, I miss some days because, uh, because of the loss of my reproductive rights (laughs) by the Supreme Court, you know, they're talking about Baby killing is reproductive rights. How does that make any sense? But anyway, she, her, her article was titled 
presumably by her editor, stretching towards Bethlehem, or toward Bethlehem. Well, that's nice. Thank you for the heads up. Poem by W.B. Yeats. Yeats. Titled The Second Coming. Cool. Thanks, man. I shall check that out. Uh, if I am... If I am, uh, diligent in doing my homework. <laughs> uh, Trailer Park Brett says, Nice shirt, I'm wearing the same. You talking to me? Nice. Right on. Great taste. You can get yours, your t-shirt, by the way. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, I presume. Let's see. Because we've gone through many changes. Let's see here. Let's see. Men's History Month. August is Men's History Month. Yeah, and it's on the Jesse Lee Peterson spread shop. Spreadshirt? Spreadshirt? Spreadshop. Whatever. Um, it's a little bit, the design may, may may not be exactly like this. This one's pretty big. Goes like 11 inches wide, like, or 12, I don't know. It may be, may or may not be the same. But you can get your tote bags and all kinds of stuff. And we've been needing... I think JLP asked me to do a new design, but I never got to it. Last year. Hake. N- not very diligent, huh? But rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, guys. Crybaby Adam says, based MTS. Yeah. Has he cried? He may as well have. I want to get to Adam Kinzinger, but hold off on that. I want to also cover this thing from Hake News about, uh... About the extreme weather. You know how I mentioned Commie Nonsense Network wants more. Far be it from me to spread misinformation or disinformation or malinformation or scams or anything like that. This is a nod to YouTube censorship and uh, strikes and stuff like that. Community guideline strikes. From Hake News today, I I told you from Commie Nonsense Network that extreme weather has thrashed parts of the United States over the past week. One of the many signals that climate change is here now, scientists say. Recovery efforts are underway after two devastating floods, and I mentioned this in uh, eastern Kentucky, one of them, and another in Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri specifically. Wow. The death toll in Kentucky rose to 37. I might have told you, what was it, Friday or Monday? It was, yesterday was Monday, right? I think it was, as of Friday, it was... Or sun, I don't know. But it's, it's been growing. The male Democrat governor, how embarrassing. Maybe you guys, it's God's judgment for you guys having a male Democrat governor, Kentucky. Sorry, Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know if that's God's judgment. Sorry, God. I don't know if that's his judgment. Andy Bashir said, uh, hundreds remain unaccounted for. And Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, very evil place, by the way. It is. That's not far from... Uh, where Black Lives Matter rioted. Actually, Black Lives Matter rioted right there in St. Louis, too. It's a very black town. St. Louis. Uh, Ferguson, Missouri is not far from there, I don't, I don't think. Drenched with nine inches of rain last week, setting the city's highest daily rainfall total since 1915. And I mentioned in Hake News on th- at the end of the Jason Lee Peterson show's second hour, I think, that... A cousin of mine, her uh, friends, nice, beautiful. You know how they build out these indoor, indoor, of course they're indoor, 
Um, basements. <laughs> nice finish, because basements used to be just concrete or cement or just stone and cold, hard. But this one was nice, finished out, drywall, painted, can lighting in the ceiling, and then just flooded halfway up with water. You see, like, furniture and... I saw a photograph. Furniture submerged most of the way in this water. That's St. Louis, Missouri. Flooding. Extreme weather. Climate change. (laughs) Uh. A severe drought, and is it drought or mismanaged, or also, in addition to the drought, mismanaged water situation? I think it's that, by and large, because liberals, or government, doesn't really manage stuff well, usually, or commonly. Severe drought supposedly fueled California's wild, largest wildfire of the year so far, the McKinney Fire. That's the one, I think it's up... Near the sequoias or something like that? Is that true? Burn so hot, massive... And I didn't get to say this word because I couldn't think of it fast enough and I was coming to the end of my Hake News segment. Pyrocumulus clouds. Pyro, that sounds like fire. And then cumulus, those are those ones that are huge, right? Tall? Pyrocumulus clouds. What does that do? I don't know, but it's cool. It looks, I, maybe it's kind of reminiscent of those uh, mushroom clouds. I don't know. But anyway, it burned so hot that massive pyrocumulus clouds erupted into the atmosphere. Wow. Climate scientists. And I learned from one Dr. Shiva. Is it Dr. Shiva? You guys know the guy who was trying to run and oust... Pocahontas from Massachusetts? Was it Dr. Shiva? I heard that he said that there's no such thing as climate scientists, that they're actually physics. It's physics or something like that. I don't want to say physicians because physics is different from physicians. (laughs) Hey, so ignorant. Anyway, so-called climate scientists say more of these extremes are expected as the planet continues to warm. Oh, Lord. The biggest single contributor to the quote-unquote climate crisis is quote-unquote fossil fuels. Is that a real thing? Fossil fuels? So claims CNN without citing evidence. But maybe they've cited the evidence elsewhere. But, uh, I'm leery. The many countries are delaying their phase-out plans for so-called fossil fuels. What is that? Natural gas? Is that a fossil fuel? So-called fossil fuel? Oil? Gasoline comes from oil, right? Is that what they're talking about? In response to the energy crunch caused... They're delaying their phase-out plans. In response to the energy crunch caused by their own globo-homo overreaction against Russia's rightful invasion of Ukraine. Am I wrong, Kevin Howe, in calling it a rightful invasion? (laughs) He's the only one I notice uh, going against me on this Ukraine thing. And he's probably hasn't... I know that he has some fair points about... Russia being all pretty globo homo themselves in diversity. They're not for necessarily so pro-white or pro-Christian or pro, certainly not pro-America. But I think that America's enemies within are even worse than Russia as an enemy of America, in my opinion. 
Lord Bibby42 says, don't get me started on Pocahontas, Hake. Pocahontas, that is that college professor woman. She seems like she would be a pretty cool college professor woman. You know, that lady? And I use the term loosely, Elizabeth Warren. Just poo-poos and dismisses the uh, idea of businessmen. Well, good for you. Just a smart-mouthed woman. <laughs> uh, terrible. So that's what's going on with the climate. Yeah, Dr. Shiva. He gave some interesting info on the Paris climate accords or something like that. How it was basically just a bunch of redistribution of wealth and taxes and money scam. According to him. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, poo-poo with an H. It's not the other thing. And speaking of the other thing, I want to, I just want to kind of plow through this stuff because I want to get to Adam Kinzinger. Oh, he makes me so mad. I get so angry. Beyonce. This is to use JLP's word for, name for her. Beyonce. It's phony kiss. And Lizzo. Remember Lizzo? I've only ever heard of Lizzo from the J.C. Lee Peterson show. <laughs> Basically. Basically. She's the fat and the, and the fallen state. Uh, she's chunky, but funky. She's maybe a nice lady, but a bit overweight. And I use the term a bit loosely, very. And she doesn't dress modestly. It's gross. This is from the far left Twitter publisher, not a platform. Many of you are banned on Twitter. Um, Beyonce, wife of Jay-Z, confirmed she will remove an ableist slur from a song on her new album that came out on Friday, guys. <laughs> I act like I'm a fan almost. I'm not. I prefer Rihanna. <laughs> Glamour magazine uh, is reporting this. Her new album is called Renaissance. Renaissance. Wasn't that a white thing? I don't know. But anyway, the Grammy Award winner, Beyonce, talented singer, I heard. I don't recognize talent. <laughs> I play Hake music. Uh, no, I, I do recognize some talent sometimes. I do. I do, guys. <laughs> For reals. She, oh my gosh, is it me or is it still hot in here? Is the AC blowing? Okay. Uh, she's now facing backlash for a, a lyric, and it's the same lyric that uh, Lizzo went through. I covered this like weeks ago, if you remember. That contains an ableist slur. Ableism. No isms, as JLP says. No isms. And it's not even an, an so-called ableist. Ableist is, means that you're able-bodied and you're using a word that's to be offensive and that is offensive to uh, the, dis, the so-called disabled. And we don't believe in the word disabled here on the Hake Report, do we, guys? <laughs> We use the word handicapped because handicapped is better than disabled. 
Handicapped is like, you are, you are so, I mean, you're, you just have this thing that's holding you back a little. You're extra challenged. <laughs> uh, but anyway, here's what it is. Here's what it says. According to Glamour magazine, only a few days have passed since Beyonce's newest album, Renaissance, completely changed our lives, says, oh gosh. Can you kiss up even more to this woman? But the release wasn't without controversy. The Grammy Award winner is now facing backlash over a lyric that... I don't, they didn't even show the people backlashing. I wish I had the reactions of the people backlashing. The so-called disabled community. There is no dis... There's no disabled community because so-called disabled people don't tend to make babies uh, that are also so-called disabled. Their babies come out normal, usually, right? If they make babies. Because communities are made of families. And sometimes a handicapped person will marry a normal person. Meaning a, a proper functioning person, full, fully functional uh, body person. <laughs> uh, able-bodied person. And then they'll have normal kids. So that's not a whole community but they're using the word community as though, oh, a bunch of activists who are victim-minded handicapped people. Because there are a lot of handicapped people who are, like, victim-minded and they want to, like, use this as a... to bully people, <laughs> basically. Anyway, her song, Heated, includes the lyrics, Oh, sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. Cover your eyes. If, if uh, Hassan shows this tweet... Spazzing on that uh, bleep. That's the more offensive word. Spaz on that a bleep. A word. For, uh, I forgot to cover it up in black, kids. Sorry, parents. In the United States, spaz is a popular slang meaning go crazy. But the word is an ableist insult in the UK and in other countries. <laughs> Terrible. How embarrassing. Why not impose freedom of speech on the rest of the world, America? I'm sorry, I thought we were America. We're not America? A representative for Beyonce, who kisses up to everybody evil, including Black Lives Matter, Black Panthers, all the evil ones, confirmed the lyric will be changed. The word, not used intentionally in a harmful way, will be replaced, the statement said. And by the way, she is evil. JLP interviewed her father recently on The Fallen State in the last few years. And, uh, he's a mess, too. They pretend to be Christians. It's terrible. <laughs> the A-word on the Hake Report? No, sir! Back in June, I mentioned this, I guess a couple months ago, Lizzo, or a month ago, released a song, Girl! Like she's growling. That also contained the word spaz. I mean, spablip. Sorry, UK disabled community and other countries disabled communities. Lizzo responded to the backlash promptly. The singer changed the lyrics, and I did cover that one. I covered the lady, and I use the term lady perhaps loosely, who 
went after Lizzo. Ooh, do better. It's 2022. Do better. The singer changed the lyrics to the song and posted a statement on her social media addressing her mistake. No, it's your people's mistake, you disabled community. Uh, radical victim activists making us accommodate you. <laughs> Here's what uh, Lizzo tweeted back then in June 13th, a month and a half ago or so. It's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word. Harmful word. Remember the line, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that I learned as a kid, I had heard as a kid anyway, but these people are like, words are harmful, evil, huh? Accommodating the evil ego of the people, the the suckers, the useful idiot people, you know? It's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word in my new song, girls. Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. Yes, you do. Don't you cuss, lady? As a fat black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I understand the power words can have, whether intentionally or in my case, or in my case, unintentionally. I'm proud to say there's a new version of girls, because these women are like made out of money now, right? They're just all propped up with a, so that they can afford to make whole new versions of songs. I don't know how much it costs. With a lyric change. This is the result of me listening and taking action. I wonder if they came out with any CDs or, or, you know, back in the day we had CDs and before that we had cassette tapes and before that we had uh, records, vinyl records. And I wonder if there's any vinyl records that are like collector's edition. They're worth a lot more because it has this word spaz in it. <laughs> uh, I wish. Well, actually, I don't wish that. Whatever. This is a result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, Lizzo calls herself, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. XOXO, kiss hug, kiss hug, I guess. Lizzo. No thanks, Lizzo. No thanks to the kisses and the hugs. But you're nice. They're nice. I guess. Makes me want to spit, though. She, She defined herself as a fat black woman in America. You've never had it so good, as I always say. There's still CDs around, right? I think so. Eight tracks, James. I don't know anything about eight tracks. I'm like borderline. I'm Gen Y. That's millennial. So I never learned about eight. I mean, I heard about eight tracks a little bit. I prefer CDs to tapes. And then now, and I was very resistant to any iPod stuff. Very resistant. I was like, no, CDs. (laughs) And now I just have my phone. What a mess. I don't even listen to music hardly anymore, except for Hake music. It's the best. (laughs) I mean, it's nice. And JLP's bumpers. My musical taste perhaps improved because of Jesse Lee Peterson's bumper music. Very nice, right? I think it's nice. Back in the day, JLP played... I don't know if I should say that. Uh, copyrighted music. And it had, you know, Fleetwood Mac, which I always liked a little bit. How can you not like Fleetwood Mac? Everybody likes it. It's not special to like Fleetwood Mac, I guess. Even though that woman had an abortion, according to her, for her career. Stevie Nicks. I'm not going to spit, though. 
But yeah, he had some Motown stuff, some of this pop music that he likes so much. Anyway. Let's get to some Super Chats, guys. We're coming towards the bottom of the hour, and I want to have a disciplined show, even though it's loosey-goosey. And then I will get to these funny headlines that I've been meaning to get to from Mediaite, and then I'll get to Adam Kinzinger. And then we'll see from there. But uh, from Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report, Based America First gave a super chat. Before the show started, by the way. You can do super chats even before the show starts. Did you know that? He gave one on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Cheers to the expert super chat reader. Are you talking about moi? Effortlessly transforming frequently unintelligible gibberish into relevant, informative, and entertaining content. Check out Hake's subscribe star for even more great takes. That's kind, Based America First. Thank you kindly. Yeah, subscribestar.com slash the Hake Report. I put out one uh, recently, a week and a half ago. I'm due for another sometime soon, as the spirit leads, perhaps, right? Maybe I just need to be disciplined. And I was doing one a week, every week. Sometimes more than one a week. Subscribestar uh, secret stuff. That for... As low as $3 a month, you can support Hake, since my Patreon got shut down. Very nice. Uh, Thank you again, and shout out to the Odyssey people, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report. Hello to your, uh, the Twitch people. You know, Twitch people, you may be the first to go if I ever get on Cozy.tv, because I'll have eight of eight restream channels, or if I get on the JLP, an upcoming JLP app, then I may have to drop another. I don't know. Or maybe I should get rid of DLive since I'm demonetized on DLive anyway. I don't know. Guess I'll deal with that mess when it, if and when it ever comes. So just a little warning shot. Uh, All bark, no teeth. Some fun slash funny headlines. Kids, you may have to cover your eyes. Don't drop Twitch. (laughs) You may have to cover your eyes, children, and adults who watch over the children. Some middle fingers are going to be showing in these headlines. Mediaite. Not good. (laughs) This one, this first one's bad. This is kind of old news. It's from last week or so. Democrat female congressman, they call her a congresswoman, it's fake news, flips off a G- the GOP bench during congress- the congressional baseball game. Honestly, I don't know why these people even have a baseball game, but look at this from July 29th. They call her Democratic. I call her Democrat congresswoman. I mean, female congressman. Look at that. Oh, I should have put a Black square over that, too. Black rectangle. Maybe a black square over this whole woman's body and face. Because <laughs> it's offensive to me. <laughs> it's an article by Jackson Richmond over there on... This is on Mediaite. Mediaite.com. Mediaite. I-T-E. Uh, she stuck up her own middle finger 
I call them demon rats. I don't even remember or know who this female is. But she stuck up her middle finger. I don't know why Republicans, any America-loving Republican, would even play with these people. Am I wrong? Robbie over there on Facebook, shout out to the Facebook crew, says she changed her story and said it was someone in the crowd she stuck up her middle finger at. Used the obscene gesture at. (laughs) I chuckle because I'm picturing, you know, you can stick up your ring finger and some who may not be looking closely may confuse it for your middle finger. And it's cute, maybe. But kids, don't do that. (laughs) That would be a lot of black squares, says Peter R. Yeah. A huge black rectangle block thing over her whole body. Middle finger is better than shooting it up, says uh, Carver531. So they're improving. Yeah, because a Democrat terrorist... Gen X or boomer guy, a a few years ago after Trump got elected, uh, Rachel Maddow listener, I think, radicalized by the radical left mainstream media. Oh, wise Latina, says Radium Rickshaw. Yeah, she she looks kind of Hispanic, huh? I don't even know who this is. I guess I could click into it and find out. If you're interested in finding out the name of this vulgar female, Linda Sanchez, demon rat from California. Oh. Okay. Last Thursday, played for charity, one of the few bipartisan moments in Washington. I don't care about charity. Who cares about donating to charity? Those charities are probably not even good to donate to, you know? Sanchez was up to bat during one of the later innings and was walked by Representative August Pfluger, Republican from Texas. After running to first base, Sanchez, this woman, why do they use her last name? Her name is Linda. Linda Sanchez was replaced by Hakeem Jeffries, a demon rat from New York. I call them demon rats, for those who may be lost. On her way back to the demon rat bench, Democrat bench, Trump calls them Democrat rather than Democratic. Because they're not Democratic, they're Democrats. It sounds uglier, so he says it like that. (laughs) The Democrat Party rather than the Democratic Party. I heard him say it in a speech, and it stuck with me. Trump and Hake, we like to use language accurately that bites, has teeth in it, language with teeth. I don't know if it's effective, but... On her way back to the Democrat bench, she passed up the GOP bench, grand old party Republicans, and briefly looked at them and gave, it, gave them the middle finger, according to her, according to this. But maybe she changed her story and said, oh, I did it for, I did it to somebody in the crowd. The uh, rhino Republicans who played against these people beat the Democrats, shut them out 10 to 0. Second consecutive congressional baseball game. Well, that's good, I guess. How about win something real? For once. Here's another middle finger story. Real quick, real quick. Cover your eyes, kids. (laughs) 
So that was a bad example of using a uh, middle finger. Here's a good one. <laughs> if there is one. Kids, I'm making fun of it. Don't pretend that it's a good thing. Is it ever a good thing? It is never okay <laughs> to use that middle finger. Cover your eyes, kids. Alex Jones's attorney flips off the lawyer for Sandy Hook families post-court. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at it. Should I not laugh at this? This is an article by Candace Ortiz, July 28th. Little theme here about the middle finger. It's covered by Law and Crime uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> and I love... Well, I just love that he is... You know me, I love my competitors. Alex Jones is my competitor. And he has a lawyer, attorney, and some attorneys are okay. I don't know about this attorney. <laughs> but he's, he's sticking up his middle finger in an in a obscene gesture, of course, right? <laughs> for the f- lawyer for Sandy Hook families. And I love that. Because lawyers for Sandy Hook families, so-called families, are ambulance chasers. Sandy Hook makes me want to spit. That's Sandy Hook in Newtown, Connecticut, right? Connecticut? Connecticut? I approve, says Emperor of Cats. I know, but Emperor of Cats says it's, uh, he's, he's uncouth at times, right? Very professional. <laughs> So, to tell you the backstory, uh, Alex Jones may have speculated, and we don't speculate on the hate report, but he may have speculated that, hey, this was all a hoax, or something like that. You know, they're actors. And they may be actors, they're acting. But they also, but it also, I suspect, probably was a real event, right? Right? Because society is set up, so it wouldn't be surprising. Why wouldn't a uh, misfit, child of divorce, 23-year-old, messed up in the head, living with his single mother, who has a gun, and he takes the gun, sh- sh- kills her with it, and then goes to, a, goes to the school and shoots up little kids in uh, Newtown, Connecticut. Newtown, Connecticut. Connecticut, liberal area. New England, very liberal area. Meaning these are mis- they may be whites, I don't know, but they're very misguided and just off the deep end, lost their way again, away from God, far away from God, far away from his father. I don't, I don't know if his father had seen him in two years, and his father regretted that Adam, what's Adam Lanza, is that the guy who did the Newtown shooting? Regretted that he was even born. It's like, I wish my son hadn't even been born. Adam Lanza got killed. I don't know if- don't think he shot himself. I think he was killed, but maybe he shot himself. Adam Lanza after he shot up the kids. This is like December 2012, if I remember correctly. I remember hearing about it. I was working not for the J.C. Lee Peterson show or Bond. I was volunteering for Bond, attending church with J.C. Lee Peterson. But uh, I was working at like a family business cabinet shop. And I remember hearing about it. And they called him a coward. Because, you know, these people go into gun-free zones and shoot up children and relatively innocent people like ducks in a barrel. 
And so Alex Jones, he knows the game that these people, Alex Jones, my competitor, he's a fellow radio show host. He's interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson before. He's, he knows that these people use these events, these evil people, phony politicians, phony activists, including parents of so-called victims, right? Or real vic- parents of real victims. Because these more and more parents, fa- including fathers, male fathers, are a bunch of dumb liberals. Because this happens in dumb liberal areas, by the way. It does. And then they, they become anti-gun activists. Oh, gun safety. So Alex Jones knows that these events are exploited by uh, evil people in the mainstream media, the politicians and activists who lick their chops and rub their hands and hmm, let's take away the rights of the innocent people. But uh, he's... he's said some stuff that may or may not have been totally accurate, and the way they portrayed how he said it is inaccurate themselves. They're very fake news, the people who did this stuff. And so they sued this. They sued my competitor. I'm not for that. And they won lawsuits against this guy. Because, you know, the kangaroo courts. Oh, you, you made these trolls harass, you know, his listeners. Some of his listeners may or may not have uh, believed that it was fake or whatever and said these are just actors and maybe it, and that's supposedly insulting to the families of the victims, right? Give me a break. And, uh, they, oh, they harassed and threatened us and our families. They think that we're just actors. You're spreading misinformation. And they use that to justify banning my competitor from all the platforms and all kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. All he does really is stand for America and for Christianity and for men, manhood, super male vitality and stuff like that. Good for him, my competitor. (laughs) Attorneys involved in the Alex Jones, this is from media, attorneys involved in the Alex Jones defamation trial got into a heated discussion after court wrapped, and the jury had been sent home last Wednesday, I guess, facing a lawsuit from the so-called families of Sandy Hook victims who are seeking damages after the far-right, he's centrist, he's not far-right, radio host spread theories that the entire shooting back in 2012 was a hoax. The the debacle began shortly after, before court adjourned uh, Wednesday, I guess, According to the Austin American statesman Jones's lawyer, F. Andino Reynal asked to submit an InfoWars video to the record. Attorney for Sandy Hook so-called families, exploiting the families, right? And they're willfully being, willingly being exploited. Mark Bankston objected, saying the video contained hearsay and didn't pertain to the trial. Judge Maya Guerra Gamble Maya Guerra, Guerra, which means war, right? Gamble. What a name. What is this? This, A a female judge from the Democrat Party in Texas? I'm looking at a picture of of her face. Oh, my goodness. I gotta send you, I gotta show you guys. I gotta drag these 
screenshots into the folder. This is Ma- Maya, Maya, Gamble, Democrat. That's not, that's not fair. She's biased. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come out and say she's biased, and maybe that's misinformation, right? Because you don't know. But, uh, Maya Gamble.com has these fancy dancy photo shoots of herself. Let me drag these into the fun hyphen funny hyphen headlines mediaite folder, these screenshots. Uh, over there, Hassan, you may have to, like, refresh the folder somehow. I don't know the magic you guys work. Hake is such a boomer, he can't do his, he can't run his own show like some of you guys, some of you other guys. <laughs> but this woman, uh, what did she do? She dismissed the jury for the day and eventually left the courtroom herself. Tensions ran high as Bankston, Bankston repeatedly asked Jones's lawyer, Will you talk to me? Will you talk to me? Raynal flipped his middle finger up to Bankston immediately before a mediator stepped in to try to calm the situation, suggesting a phone call may be easier to settle the situation after allowing time for everyone to cool down. Sounds like a good idea, said Bankston. Raynal, as Alex Jones is my competitor's lawyer, began targeting the mediator for meddling in the situation. We're having a fight right now. <laughs> nice. Thursday morning before court began, this judge woman, Gamble, addressed both men... One of them is maybe a man, the other one is just a male. Because no lawyer would, would be for these Sandy Hook families persecuting my competitor, an American man. You know, Alex Jones, they're persecuting him. Bad. I don't think that a man would be a, who is a lawyer. There are men who are lawyers would do such a thing. Next time anyone wants to have an argument, you take it outside. You do not have it in here. Raynal apologized for his behavior. That's fair. You know, sticking up your middle finger in, in public like that. I guess that's fair, right? Here, look at this woman. This uh, lady, and I use the term perhaps loosely, a Democrat. Look at that face. Look at that face. Who would vote for such a face? <laughs> no, she's nice, maybe. I don't know. Assumed office, 2019. Discer- ends in December of this year. Democrat Party. And she has like a family photo. She married this guy who looks like a normal white guy. I don't know how normal he is. He's a little bit fat. A little bit chunky himself, too. She is, too. Uh, She's like a Hispanic lady, I guess. And I don't know. Is she keep her... Is her middle name her last... Her old last name? She's one of those feminist people. I mean, she is a... Working judge reminds me of Amy Barrett. She's maybe even worse than Amy Barrett or Katanji Onika Brown Jackson. Look at that. Disappear me for a second uh, because look at this guy, her poor husband. Aww. Kind of sloppy looking. Even though he had, did tuck in his shirt. <laughs> to me, he looks a little bit sloppy. Nice looking kids. White Hispanic kids mixed nerdy. Or at least the older one looks nerdy. <laughs> no offense, older one. He has those sunglasses that darken outside. <laughs> I mean, those regular glasses. I think that they are regular. And they darken outside in the sun. 
And he has his shirt tucked in and a little belly. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's this woman. She's all acting like she's a family, like she has a family. Because, you know, Texans, they like, they're a little bit more conservative. They like to have families. And, you know, I, I have no idea what, uh, anything about this woman, except that she's a Democrat and a judge. So, <laughs> uh, terrible. I'm chuckling because I'm seeing some super chats coming in. Um, so those are the, those are the middle finger stories, guys. Uh, oh, yeah, cover your ears one more time, kids. <laughs> this time you have to cover your ears, or no, eyes maybe, too. Because let's cover this other funny little article headline from Mediaite. Monkeypox. Is this guy, is this man my competitor as well? Tucker Carlson. Based Tucker Carlson. Am I throwing that word too loosely? I don't think so. I like this guy. I appreciate him. Tucker Carlson on Fox News. He's the Fox News host. He deems... (laughs) I don't know if I can even say this out loud. He deems monkeypox. This is old news from last week. (laughs) Kids, I did not cover it. Uh, He deems monkeypox... Bloop! On COVID. Bloop! On COVID. You catching what I'm saying? Should I say it once or should I just not say it? After viewers vote to rename diseases that are this disease that disproportionately affects so-called gay men. And as our based JLP guest today said, that is not, there's no such thing as a gay person. <laughs> I'm, uh, press one if I should say it. Press two if I should not say it. Press three if you don't care. Uh, press four if you're lost. <laughs> Pretty funny, though, huh? Nice. Right on, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. The winner. And he left, he, I guess they put up a poll saying that should be the <laughs> new name for the monkey pox. Getting ones, getting threes for don't care. Uh, my ear hurts from your music, Hake, not your content, says Christine Stewart. What's up, Chris? Four for lost. Uh, two. Luca says two. Thank you. That's the, that's the one vote I was looking for was a two. I guess I can't say it because somebody voted two. Two people t- voted two. You could, <laughs> I can't say that. Uh, okay, I'll, I can say it once because I didn't know that this meant that. Kids, cover your ears. Uh, parents, cover your kids' ears. He called it schlong COVID. And, you know, because there's such a thing called long COVID, which is long, supposedly such a thing. I've heard that it was debunked. I've heard that it is real. You could get the uh, China virus, and they call that long COVID if you suffer from effects for, like, more than three weeks or four weeks. or In some cases, you can suffer for, like, the whole rest of the year. I don't know. I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or not. I wouldn't think it... Uh, I wouldn't think that it wouldn't be real. And then, you know, the China virus was the first scare, big scare, right? And I use the term scare to mock the mainstream media who called the communist um, 
invasion and infiltration, the Red Scare. But no, that was real. And then the China virus, eh, I guess it's a little bit real. <laughs> and so they said, oh, monkeypox is the next public health emergency. At least it is in New York and San Francisco, where a whole lot of people are not morally straight and their activities are a mess that can bring on physical problems. Hake's show is turning TV 14 up in here. (laughs) Uh, Long COVID is just your immune system reacting to the environment after being vaxxed, says Seven Sons. It's quite possible, too. I think that both, I suspect, my suspicion is that both the virus and the vax can do some damage. (laughs) And monkeypox is caught from you know, it's disproportionately affecting the uh, people who, the, they call it men who have blank with men, but you can't even have real blank with males. And they're not men doing that. It's males. So anyway, you guys get the point? Can we move on? <laughs> Can we move on to what based radical homosexual? Is there such a thing? Based Dave Rubin. Is he a Christian? This is the last little funny media headline for you guys. Young Turks. Also my competitors. The Young Turks. JLP has interviewed some of the Young Turks people. On the J.C. Lee Peterson show, on the Fallen State. They blast my based competitor Dave Rubin, who is not a Christian, and he... He's quote-unquote married to a man, male, another male named Dave or David or something like that. And he recently posted on Twitter pictures of, like, two boys, baby boys, that who are uh, going to be born soon or something like that. And all these based mainstream conservative-type people or new right conservative-type people are like, Ooh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't think he's a Christian. <laughs> Uh, but Dave Rubin, apparently, according to this mediaite headline that the Young Turks blasted him in, blasts Dave Rubin for saying the ideal family is a father and mother. Wow. Well, right on, Dave Rubin. Based. Radical and sexual. Is he, is he like a practicing Jewish guy? I don't know. He's one of those liberals who says, oh, the left, I left the left or something like that because the left is no longer liberal. He's for, like, freedom of speech, except he, I don't know, he's, he's got issues. But he's right about this. If this is actually what he said, the ideal family, or, although, come on, let's be honest, the only real family is father and mother with kids. That's the only, that's the only, that's what a family is. Father and mother with children. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson, for the definition. <laughs> but he says ideal family. Okay, all right. It's, it's nice. But the young Turks blast him and say that he's hating himself for the money. It's gross. And then you see this picture of this, this Armenian female 
Armenian woman, Anna Kasparian, right? That's her, is that her name? Isn't she Armenian? And she works for the Young Cur- Turks? Talk about, quote-unquote, hating yourself for the money. <laughs> because the Young Turks were, like, in the olden days, they were the Turkish Muslims, weren't they? Yeah, yeah and then they uh, allegedly killed the Armenian Christians, right? In the Armenian Genocide. And I used the, the quotation marks because... Many presidents have promised to recognize the Armenian Genocide, but didn't. I guess Biden recently did, huh? Something like that? Last year? (laughs) Do you have any info on this, Hassan? No, you're good. (laughs) Help us out, Hassan. It is funny that you you pointed that out, that (laughs) she's claiming to say, you know, hating self, and her being Armenian, if, if that's true, then... Yeah, working for a network that, with that choice of name is very... Yeah. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> what a phony lady. And, you know, I never even understood the term hate, self-hating. I mean, most people do hate themselves, but the accusation that Jesse Lee Peterson hates himself because he hates black people. No, he doesn't hate himself, and he doesn't hate black people. He loves black people. Yeah, but it, I remember when he went on their show or he was interviewed or he interviewed that guy yeah. that does a show with her and then they did a recap video her and that guy about being on Jesse's show and the whole time they're both just going back and forth yeah he's just a self-hating black man right and, you know and it's like it's almost <laughs> like it's like when Trump says when they have nothing else they just go straight to the lowest hanging fruit the last thing they got Right. Like, you're oh, racist, racism. You're racist. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, you're self-hating. You're, you know, and it's just like, it's pathetic because you've, really, you've really shown that you've lost at that point if, if, yeah, you, re- if you reach for that low-hanging fruit. Right. Yeah, because Dave Rubin is basically right. The ideal family, the, real, the only real family, is a father and mother with kids. And they can't argue against that. So they just say, oh, he's hating himself for the money. Well, that's a good sign if money comes from telling the truth. Even if he mixes a little bit of truth with and a lot of lies. It's also weird that just because he's saying something that he doesn't do, he can still see that that's the right thing to do, even though he might be... Right. He's, a whole, he, he's gay, right? Yeah. Right. So, but it's nice that he's able to say, well, okay, I still believe that this is the... The nuclear family is still this. Right. And, I mean, it's, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Rubin. <laughs> uh, kind of. Well, isn't that nice? Let's see if I have more of a quote, if I can find more of a quote from it. Let's see here. Let's see here. A family is generally a father and mother and then children, said Dave Rubin on a recent podcast episode. That is the norm, and I would say in some ways this is going to sound a little bit weird for a certain amount of people, but that is sort of the ideal. <laughs> uh, a little bit of sense from an un- who's not Christian? Months before Reuben is set to welcome two children via surrogate with so-called husband David Janet. Oh, he's a- he works for the Blaze, Blaze TV. That's that Mormon one that's originally founded by uh, the uh, kind of, he's gotten kind of chunky. 
um, white-haired Mormon guy. Man, he was, his name was on the tip of my tongue. Rhino, kiss-up, teddy bear-looking guy. <laughs> anyway, he, used, he, called, he called Obama racist, and then he apologized later. Give me a break. I don't know how anyone can debase themselves publicly on a regular basis more than Dave Rubin, said Anna Kasparian. <laughs> uh, Armenian descendant of uh, Armenians. What is up with these Armenian female public figures who are just a disgrace to the Armenian people? Cher, uh, the uh, Kardashians, I could go on. Actually, I can't go on. I don't know any more than that. Uh, Who is married to a man, that's not a real marriage lady, and is currently expecting children who he's having through surrogates. Which, of course, his audience likes to demonize him for doing that. Rightly so. Not demonized. Just the demon in him made him do that, right? Shout out to the uh, last week's biblical question from Jesse Lee Peterson. Catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson and Monday's show. He talked about it. Anna Kasparian said, You know what? The ideal family is a family that showers their children with love. You don't know love, and you don't know... You just said if it has a family. <laughs> a family is a father and mother with kids. Their kids. Married father and mother with their kids. A family that consists of it doesn't have to consist of partners, right? What? Oh, gosh. You want some more cringe content? She says, But, you know, if you do, as long as you guys have each other's backs, you're each other's ride or die. I'm gonna spit. No, I'm not gonna spit. You're gross. She's all, it's just gross. What are you doing, bro? This woman talking like she's all tough. Anna's mildly attractive, but majority evil. (laughs) Yeah, she's evil. If you want to debase yourself, just be quiet, lady. These kids, she's pretending to care about his kids, I guess. These kids, they're going to be born into this disgusting situation with a guy who's willing to say terrible things about his own family to appease his funders. It's gross, she concluded. Gross. You're gross. The only thing gross about that is that he's, it's two males pretending to be a a father and father or something like that. That's the gross thing. But uh, shout out to the based Dave Rubin. (laughs) Uh, Terrible. I think, uh, I think another one of my competitors, Nick Fuentes, accidentally called Dave Rubin based. (laughs) I think he meant Dave something else. Anyway, guys, we're past the top of the hour. I'm going to talk Adam Kinzinger next after this break, but it now is time for some music. And I've played this song before in March of a year ago. Uh, I found out when I Googled the name of the song because I can't find it anywhere. It was on Lujo Records. Lujo Records? I used to call it Lujo Records. L-U-J-O. Shout out to Eric Alcoin, or however you pronounce your name. Um... It's from Carter Ferris, this track, and it's called XS. EX, like an ex girlfriend, 
S. Excess. Excess, get it? Excess? Excessive? Too much? Excess. So catchy. So cool. I like this guy's music, but he, he apparently was a mess. Couldn't get together, or they, they couldn't make a deal, and so the album never came out, and so you, you can only find it by, uh, on the Hague. <laughs> I don't even know if Carter, what happened to Carter Ferris. He was going through a lot, though. Uh, and shout out to Luho Records for uh, the, f- the free couple of MP3s from, what, pre-2005 or 2005 or something. Anyway, here it is. XS by Carter Ferris. I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight. Grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Or press mute. Go plant your garden. Rake leaves. Shovel snow. And uh, I'll talk you... Th- no, I probably shouldn't talk you through it because this song is nowhere to be found. So I shouldn't talk at all during it. That way you can hear the whole song without Hake interrupting it, maybe. But anyway, here it is. Enjoy.
Well, wasn't that nice, guys? It's getting weird, Hake. <laughs> it took all I could to keep my mouth shut during that beautiful music. I can hear its drums, some snare and cymbals. Uh, this was very interesting music, Calvin, says uh, Kevin Howe. Some said Radiohead vibes. Yeah, I know, I thought of Radiohead for this particular track as well. It's more ambient, noisy. He's in his womanly feeling. Sounds like hell. Yeah, maybe the mix is a little muddy, but I kind of like that effect too. Gothic Kraftwerk? Silent Hill soundtrack? Alternative rock? Cool graphic, Hake, bro. Thank you, man. Yahushua saves. Yeah, I was showing the, we were, Hassan, for me, was showing a uh, sound, soundtrack, car wash. <laughs> is the music over so I can go to real time? The music is over now, Nathan, over there on YouTube. James and his ultra-obscure deep tracks, so, so deep nobody's ever heard of them. What in the world, Hake, says Expel the News. I like a Toronto... Electronic, but minimal. It's okay. Not bad. If Radiohead had no talent. <laughs> Lord, Luca. Whatever, Luca. Um, let me read some super chats while I'm at it, guys. Some super chats here. Uh, Long Koof doesn't exist, says Based MTS. It is your weak immune system that can't do its job. Glenn Beck is the guy that I was... Who's... For whose name I searched, I was searching. Based MTS with the super chat says over there on Odyssey, O D Y S E E dot com slash at the Hague Report. You catch the debate last night on Modern Day Debate? Nick won again. Oh, right on, man. That's cool. You talking about my competitor, Nicolas J. Fuentes versus uh, Lauren Southern? Is there a war on women? And he's like, yes, and there should be. <laughs> And uh, another one of my former opponents was there, uh, Brenton Langle, and the great Alex Stein, and a, another couple of former opponents, Doobie and Stardust. She's nice. And uh, a woman named Tafaj, Taf, Taftaj. And another woman named Mary, who is that? Mary Oaks. Interesting. Nice. Well, that's cool. I did not see that. I did not, did not know about that. I did see, you know, I get his alerts for his, uh, I get his alerts, you know, Nick Fuentes, and oh, I haven't been getting, for some reason, I haven't been getting Vincent James's uh, Telegram posts, but I follow those guys on Telegram, TKR Official on Telegram. You know, the people who've been banned from Twitter, which is a publisher, not a platform. <laughs> So thank you. I appreciate that. Based MTS. Thanks for the head, heads up on that. War on women. And Based America First with the super chat. Can we get a middle finger article for Adam Kinzinger too? <laughs> you know, I had uh, dreamed or imagined, daydreamed about saying, hey, <laughs> uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. I got two words for you. Trump won, punk. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have said punk, but I might have said different word. 
But we're on the Hake Report, and we keep it clean here. <laughs> and that's more than two words, which makes it even funnier for me. Yes, and with that, let's talk about Adam Kinzinger and these fake, phony, so-called conservatives uh, persecuting American protesters and Americans, men, American men. There's one more headline from the Mediaite thing. I think it's in the Mediaite section there. Was there one that I left out? Okay, let's see. Fun, funny headlines, Mediaite. Yeah, UK. So-called conservative British network confronts Devin Nunes. I assume this was from Mediaite. I forget Devin Nunes, who was working with Trump on Truth Social, he's the Truth Social CEO, I think. <laughs> Devin Nunes, former politician, now he's working for Trump. I don't know how I feel about Devin Nunes, right? Uh, on this conservative British network confronts Devin Nunes on divisive Trump. Trump is not divisive, he's a unifier. He's only divisive in that telling the truth is divisive today because a lot of people hate the truth. He has set people against each other, says, I'm assuming that it's this male so-called conservative on the other side of Devin Nunes, on the other side of Devin Nunes, way past, way over there, that guy, <laughs> pointing, uh, but maybe it was a female. What kind of conservative network has a female co-host? <laughs> uh, don't quote me on that, I don't know. Um set people against each other makes me want to spit phony conservatives and here's another phony conservative Adam Kinzinger who has a Hispanic wife <gasps> Adam Kinzinger with his Hispanic wife Sophia Bosa hyphen Holman well now she calls herself Sophia Kinzinger good for her you know some of those Hispanic ladies she's pretty She's pretty, mildly attractive. Good-looking couple, but this guy's a weak. Spiritually weak, that is, I think. This Bolsa Holman. And I don't know why she's called Bolsa hyphen Holman. Maybe that was her maiden name. Like, her parents gave her, like, a hyphenated last name. I don't know. I don't, don't ask me. You can ask me, but I don't know. Uh, this, I covered this, this story, I guess, if you want to call it that, this, of this male, just recently, in the last few years, marrying Mike, she was like Mike Pence's comms di- communications director, this lady. <sighs> Far be it from me to mock somebody for marrying a foreigner. <laughs> Is she really a foreigner? I don't know. Career civil servant, supposedly, according to Heavy. Heavy is a far-left outlet. It's an article from April of 2022, or updated in April, by Erin Laviola. Wife of Representative Adam Kinzinger, representative of evil, of evil, a so-called Republican from Illinois, who's been serving so-called serving, in Congress since 2011. They tied the knot in early 2020, celebrated the birth of their first child January 2022. Kinzinger, Kinzinger shared on Twitter they named their son Christian, 
Oh, that's, that's rich, calling your son Christian. Because you're not acting very Christian. They got married way down in Guatemala. Destination wedding in Gua- Guatemala. Beautiful place. It looks like a mission or something, Spanish mission or something. Are, were the Spaniards whites? Not exactly, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I, she's pretty. I can understand why he fell for her. The simp. <laughs> uh, they had to isolate because they got married in 2020. That's amid the China virus. Look at this photo shoot they did. He was wearing this tuxedo and it's highlighting her in the background with her wedding dress in this, like, Spanish mission. I don't know if it's Spanish. You know, Guatemala. Um, he posted on IG. He was posted on IG. She looks kind of like that woman from uh, Zorro. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Maybe I just have, they all look the same, you know? <laughs> nah. It looks like Seesaw. She looks like Seesaw. No, I don't know. I don't know how a Seesaw looks. <laughs> uh, anyway, he, he married this lady. She was a political communications specialist and worked in the Trump White House because I think she worked for Pence. Before that, okay, so she graduated from Southern Methodist University in 2011. She didn't know better according to a LinkedIn profile, worked for John Boehner, spelled B-O-E-H-N-E-R. So some of us thought that it was pronounced differently, but it's pronounced supposedly John Boehner. A chief rhino, that's a crybaby if I ever seen one. John Boehner, who would always cry. I remember when um, in the Obama administration, he was like the Speaker of the House, and he gave up the Speaker of the House and gave it to uh, nervous Nancy Pelosi. In the, in the Obama administration, and she hugged him and kissed him, and then she had him wrapped around her little finger, John Boehner. And she worked for John Boehner for nearly two years. Staff assistant, then communications advisor. R, worked with the RNC, the Rhino National Committee, Republican National Committee, for most of 2016. Press secretary for Hispanic media. What are they doing hiring all these females and Hispanic females? Hire some white men. Some base white men, you know? Hire, uh, hire the guy that you ousted, RNC. Regional communications director for the Trump administration. 62 grand a year in that role. Wow. They went to the White House, all kinds of stuff. So this is Adam Kinzinger's wife. And, you know, a little bit on Adam Kinzinger himself. This guy was a Tea Party guy way back in like 2010. 2010. Tea Party guy. But within two years, the Tea Party turned on him. Look at this Politico article. Adam Kinzinger, 2012 Politico. Tea Party turned on, on this uh, guy. Here, show the uh, uh, Tea Party headline. This is a 2012 article in Politico. Tea Party backs a veteran, as in a veteran politician, over this frosh, I guess freshman, uh, freshman representative. Reporting from Rockford, Illinois, David K. 
Catanese wrote in Politico just two years ago, so 2010, Adam Kinzinger was heralded as a national Tea Party darling, a young, handsome white knight who would charge Washington and contain it. But not so. No, it's not video. It's a headline here. Show Adam Kinzinger, 2012 Politico Tea Party. It's in that same folder with the, uh, his wife ones. It should be in there, I think. Let me just see. Hold on, guys. I just want to make sure that you guys can see this. Yeah, it's in there. It should be in there. Adam Kinzinger X Tea Party folder. Let's see if I can pull up the uh, article. He, and, he's, and he's a traitor to the Tea Party. Look at that guy. There he is 10 years ago, all, all young. His hair is not as gray. Chubby cheeks still. So Tea Party, the real Tea Party. Tea Party people did not like all this spending. They did not like Obama, rightfully so. They did not like this big government stuff. They were like the uh, boomer precursors to the Groypers, perhaps. They liked to be Christian and sensible, but they were pretty weak. Uh, except for JLP's Tea Party group. As a result of redistricting, the Tea Party is targeting the 34-year-old former Air Force pilot Adam Kinzinger in a primary fight against an entrenched incumbent first elected to Congress when Kinzinger was barely a teenager. Ten-term Illinois Representative Don Manzullo, Mad Dog for Bullheaded Temperament is his nickname. But anyway, uh, this guy, this Adam Kinzinger, apparently he survived that primary. We backed some guys last time that are a little disappointing, said this establishment Tea Party group, Freedom Works. Took votes we don't support. This guy's definitely strayed. It's a continuing struggle between the Tea Party movement and the establishment. And so this Adam Kinzinger guy jumped right in with the establishment. And that's what he is today. Back, he was backed by Eric Cantor, another rhino who got primaried, I think. I think he got primaried. Or something happened. So Adam Kinzinger. And also there was a 2021 article. Trump... Who is Adam Kinzinger, the former Tea Party darling, now leading Republican resistance to the Trump faction? Resistance. He's the resistance. Look at this guy. Poser. Long a loyal party member, the Illinois Congress male, turned against the former president when he tried to overturn the election shenanigans, says this foreign outlet, the, the Independent, independent.uk, whatever it is. So-called Congress male Adam Kinzinger was one of 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Donald Trump a second time. Second fake impeachment. This guy voted for that. What a scumbag, huh? Here's clip 12. Clip 12, should I get to before clip 11? Yeah, let me do clip 12. This guy, this is, I saw this in media. I, this is a not funny headline from media. I coward Adam Kinzinger. Here's a clip. Clip 12. Female witnesses will go down in history as having more courage than almost every man in the Republican Party. And he's going on, like, I forget what, what outlet he went on. 
was it CNN? Oh my gosh, he went to Jake Tapper. Also not a Christian. <laughs> uh, this is last Wednesday. Talking about these female witnesses, Sarah Matthews, Caroline Edwards. I've never heard their names before, really. And there was another female woman, <laughs> supposed woman, who said that Trump grabbed the, uh, tried to grab the wheel and said, I'm the blanking president. And he grabbed the clavicle of the Secret Service agent inside the beast. Adam Kinzinger makes me so angry. So here's, uh, here's phony Adam Kinzinger with phony Jake Tapper on Commie Nonsense Network. You have the clip ready? Do it. When it comes to this committee, but it's important work for the American people and we're happy to do it. What is the latest on the Secret Service? Because there are a whole bunch of whispers we heard from people next to near the Secret Service saying that they would be willing to testify about that story about whether or not um, then Deputy Chief of Staff Tony Arnato told Cassidy Hutchinson that story about Trump lunging in the SUV. Um, but my understanding, I think you, you told CNN uh, that talks had completely broken down and they weren't cooperating anymore, those three Secret Service agents, uh, uh, the, the gentleman uh, that was the actual Secret Service agent, Ornato, and the guy that drove the SUV. What, what's the status? Yeah, I mean, it's a pattern that we see, which is through anonymous sources, things are questioned at the committee. Uh, through anonymous sources, they say they're willing to come in and give counter evidence, and then they never do because we require them to be under oath. So as of now, we've not talked to these Secret Service agents. They've lawyered up, which is their right to do. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. We're, uh, the attorneys are, are engaging to figure out what's next. But, uh, yeah, that's, again, the standard kind of Trump operation pattern is through anonymous sources or through whisper campaigns, try to discredit people, but then not be willing to do it under oath. And Cassidy Hutchison has shown she is a brave American woman. And I think people like her, Sarah Matthews, yeah. Caroline Edwards will go down in history as, as having more courage than, frankly, almost every man in the Republican Party combined. <laughs> uh, your vice chair of the committee, Liz Cheney, told me on Sunday that the committee is prepared to consider subpoenaing Jenny Thomas, the wife of the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, if she does not appear before the committee voluntarily, when would that decision be ma made? Uh, so that's a so the lawyers are really good at kind of knowing when they're in legitimate negotiations, which is all part of this is all yeah, standard, like or when child. they're being stalled. And typically, what we've seen is. Uh, they'll come to us and say, hey, they're just stalling right now. And that's when we issue a subpoena. So I think when we get to that threshold, we will. We're not treating Jenny Thomas any differently because of her last name. We've, we've you know, discovered more and more sort of involvement, some of which has been reported openly, uh, about her involvement with Eastman or trying to convince state electors. So we want to talk to her. And she said through the media that she'd be willing to come in, in fact, is eager to come in and talk to us. So hopefully we can get there. If not, we'll <laughs> do what we need to do to make sure we can. What a phony guy. He reminds me of, he's 44 years old. Like a little irritated child, says Starcyon. Yeah, they're it's going after, uh, going after, uh, based Ginny Thomas. The white wife of Justice Clarence Thomas, the one true justice on the Supreme Court. Alongside Alito, Samuel Alito, maybe a good guy, too. I think he's Catholic. Maybe Thomas is Catholic, too, come to think of it. I'm not sure. But um, decent guys. And Ginny Thomas, a decent lady. And now you do use the term truly. She's truly a lady. She's had Jesse Lee Peterson on, the show, on her show before. Did you know that? Ginny. I think it's G-I-N-N-I -N -N -I or something like that. Ginny Thomas. 
um, Clarence Thomas's wife. And she was for, you know, overturning the shenanigans that we called the 2020 election, right? And this guy mentioned Cassidy Hutchinson. Cassidy Hutchinson. This committee discredits itself. Trump barely has to do anything to discredit, you know, Trump and the Trump supporters and all these people. Barely have to do anything to discredit this phony January 6th committee and their phony female witnesses, turncoats. Back in the olden days, in the good old days, in the Bible times, I don't even think they accepted a, the testimony of a woman. It would be two or more male witnesses. Or something like that, I'm not sure. Makes me want to spit, but I'm not going to. Let me pl- finally play clip 11. This is Adam Kinzinger purporting to be country first. Another cringy campaign ad. He's talking about, I guess today, August 2nd, Michigan people. He calls them Michiganders. And he's not even from Michigan, by the way. He's, I don't think, I think he's a so-called representative of evil in dirty, corrupt Illinois. And Illinois is indeed dirty and corrupt. That's where Obama was a senator and so-called senator. He's all, the American dream is the cornerstone of our country. This is his tweet from last week or two ago. But extremist forces are threatening it. And you'll listen to him, and he's describing himself, how he's like uh, pretending, and he's an enemy, and he's sowing division and hate, hating Trump, voting to, voting to, I can barely talk. Uh, Voting to impeach Trump. After the January 6th, uh, mostly peaceful Capitol protest got a little out of hand. Oh, because he said, said, oh, we won't let them steal it or whatever. Anyway, regardless of your preferred party. So he's working with Democrats. Bipartisanship. Bipartisanship is usually evil nowadays. Maybe it's always evil nowadays. Engaging in Operation Primary First, because you need to vote in primaries for candidates who, for, who are genuine and real. So this phony guy, it's a two and a half minute clip, so you're going to have to bear with me through this. Uh, but you'll see what this guy is like. Um, he's trying to present his best face to you. And s- let me know if you're fooled. Here's Adam Kinzinger's pinned tweet video. Mess. Many Americans have watched opportunities slip away for themselves and for their children. They've seen the hope of a better future turn out to be a mirage. When opportunity fades, despair grows. The American dream is the cornerstone of our country. The power of the American dream is seen around the world. Millions of people are on waiting lists to be awarded visas for America. They're desperate for a better life desperate for what we have as Americans, desperate for freedom and opportunity. America must renew our national promise and reality of the American dream, opportunity, an opportunity for all. We need to make sure every kid has a real shot at a better life. We need to make the promise of the American dream real for all our citizens and for those who legally come through our borders because American democracy depends on it. So who can make this vision a reality? I'll give you a hint. 
they are not in Washington, D.C. If the past few years have shown us anything, it's that politicians and pundits profit Big by laugh. making our problems worse. They feed into and they prey on tribalism, which only pushes opportunity further out of reach. We can renew the American dream. We all have a duty to step up and act in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our daily lives, and at the ballot box. Through Country First, I'm organizing a new nationwide effort called Primary First. I want to encourage Americans to show up for primary elections and vote for the candidates who have integrity, the candidates who will deliver solutions rather than deliver self-serving rhetoric. You. The American dream of opportunity for all is urgently needed today for our neighbors and for our fellow citizens. <laughs> Together, we can begin to help renew it by voting for solution-oriented candidates of either party in the primaries. On Tuesday, August 2nd, Michiganders <laughs> have an opportunity to help change our country's direction. Vote in the primary. And vote for people that want solutions to our problems, not people that want to create more. That's you, man. Smearing all to smear Trump and real American patriots. That's at the January 6th committee. Country first is his thing. What is this guy? Reminds me of Obama. Pretending to be all natural and chuckling at different things. <laughs> Tribalism. What a phony. Uh, son of Betty Joe, elementary school teacher, and Russ Kinzinger, a CEO of faith-based organizations. He spent part of his youth in Jacksonville, Florida, primarily raised in Bloomington, Illinois. Degree in political science. Graduated from high school in 1996. Oh, he's got like three years on me. Oh, yeah, because he's 44, I'm 41. Duh. <laughs> Bachelor's degree in political science from Illinois State University in 2000. What is with these people who, like, is he a lawyer? Is that what's, why he's so messed up? And he never grew, grew out of that fake learning? Or was it political science that messed him up? Or what was it? So childish, boyish. Boyish, not in, like, a good way, though. Is Biden the white Obama? No, I think this guy is the white Obama, except that he's probably not that uh, charming. I don't know that Obama was that charming either, but he's a rhino never Trumper. Exactly. Grandstanding anti Trump rhino, Republican in, in name only, ex Tea Party, a traitor to the Tea Party, Adam Kinzinger. He stated something that may be true about Lion Ted, though. I don't know if I have this tweet, but... I mean, I can read the tweet to you. I don't know if I have the screenshot or not. I don't remember. He may be worse than Ted Cruz, though, in my opinion. He's, yes, he's worse. And then we'll get to your, soup, your calls, guys. This is a tweet from Adam Kinzinger. Ukraine flag emoji before the USA flag emoji, which he's not for America. In his mind, do you think he's really for America? Maybe in his deluded mind. Who knows? Uh, and this phony peace sign gesture, you know, the, the two fingers up. Oh, yeah, there's his, there's his Twitter bio. Husband, dad, pilot, lieutenant colonel in Army National... something, Air National Guard, whatever. Founder of Country First. 
blocking trolls and bots, challenging conspiracy theories, always standing for truth. Yeah, right, man. If you were standing for truth, you would be standing for Trump. He's from, what's that say, Cinnabon? I can't read that from here. What's his, what's his Twitter, Twitter bio say? Chanahan, Illinois, whatever that is. Grandstander. With the, with the uh, Ukraine flag. So he's for Ukrainians dying, more Ukrainians dying. Just so that they can hold on to their so-called country. He tweeted this out. Honestly, Ted Cruz is a gigantic fraud. <laughs> and always has been. <laughs> Makes him sound, himself sound all based and tough. He once debated me against military action in Syria. I supported the red line thing. You guys may remember that if you remember the Obama years. Then a year later, Ted Cruz is o- o- attacking Obama for not enforcing the red line. He is an utter fraud charlatan clown. You're describing yourself, Adam Kinzinger, Kidding, Kinzinger, whatever it, is, whatever it is. You're an utter fraud, charlatan clown. So you hating Ted Cruz, you're the same thing, Lion Ted. Lion Ted is not as bad as you, in my opinion. Although he's pretty bad. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he is as bad. I don't know. But I think Adam Kinzinger is openly, embarrassingly, for just, he's off the deep end, at least at this time. And he quote tweeted this unchristian John Stewart guy, former host from some late night show, uh, talking about Ted Cruz not wanting to support the veterans or something like that. It was some dumb gotcha thing, I, no doubt, you know? I don't agree with Ted Cruz on, on a lot. He used to be, I was like, oh, yeah, Ted Cruz. We need more like him. And then Trump came along and just, just by standing there and being normal, like a normal, straightforward, honest guy, made Ted Cruz like, like, like a boy, like a phony boy, phony politician, kiss up to females type of, he made fun of my wife. Type of guy, Pfft. Ted Cruz. Exposes Ted Cruz as a rhino lion, Ted. I still like Ted Cruz, I think. <laughs> uh. Adam Kinzinger rips Ted Cruz for suggesting Ray Epps worked with the feds on January 6th. Absolute lie! And that was a Newsweek article from uh, the from January of this year. And I don't know if that's tr- a lie or not. Um, my goodness, I'm... Have I spent the whole hour on Adam Kinzinger? Okay. Um, Kinzinger calls Ted Cruz an utter fraud after he defends a vote against veterans. And meanwhile, like, they're persecuting these people. You heard on the Jesse Lee Peterson show this Guy Reffitt fella. I've covered it before, too, but he got seven years... Sentenced to serve in prison on Monday, so-called prison, on Monday for uh, participating in the Capitol attack. I don't even think that he did anything, but he's all, he threatened his children, you know, well, anyway. I'll, I don't know if I should, well, let me read it. 
Guy Reffitt received the longest insurrection-related sentence to date for bringing a gun to the U.S. Capitol. I thought this was America! Threatening the House Speaker nervous Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if he actually threatened her. Maybe he did. Or maybe they manipulated it in a way that it seemed like a legitimate threat. I doubt it. But he did seem kind of nuts because he's all... If you report me, you're a traitor, and traitors get shot <laughs> to his son and daughter. <laughs> and his son secretly recorded him. What a traitor son. Uh, doesn't reflect well on his, his father, right? Doesn't reflect well on the state of authority that his father had over his children, right? Kind of one of those panicking that his country is going out of control, and his family is not in control either. And he himself may be a little out of control. But I don't think he deserves seven years in prison. That sounds like persecution of the uh, patriotic um, white men who are not quite men because they're a little out of control. They're not quite men yet. But he's like, he wants what's right. He's just kind of lost a little bit, maybe. I don't want to smear this guy any more than he's already getting piled on. It's ridiculous. Recruiter for a right-wing militia. Give me a break. The first Capitol rioter to go to trial rather than take a plea agreement. His wife is with him, standing with him, I think. And ur- urging people not to take plea deals. But there, I think that's how the DOJ, you know, I mentioned DOJ admits, admits that the spike in domestic terrorism investigations is mostly related to the January 6th mostly peaceful Capitol protest. They're calling them riot. It's riots, right? Terror, domestic terrorism investigations. You know how I showed you from a TKR official? Busted inside. Yesterday, I mentioned this at the end of the show, I think. Revolver News. Busted inside the FBI leadership effort to vilify white Americans by padding domestic terrorism stats. Huh. So maybe they're just using the January 6th thing. Oh, yeah, that's domestic terrorism. They didn't even do anything. Oh, we broke windows. Moshed with the police. You guys know what moshed means? Mosh means like you're pushing and shoving and taking some swings, like at a punk rock show, right? Mosh. Moshing. So they moshed with the police. You don't mosh and fight with police, right? But it's understand. I mean, anyway. Phony. Phony. Black Lives Matter was much more terroristic. Anyway, let me get to a call or two, guys. You can call in 888-775-3773. Art in Ohio is on the line. <laughs> Wants to cover this Adam Kinzinger commercial. How are you doing, Art? Happy Men's History Month to you. Hey, hey, Cold Up. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Thank you, man. I got a spark of a new 400 on this one. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what, uh, what's, what's Jesse Ventura was talking about last week, talking about Robert E. Lee? Oh, yeah, Jesse Ventura, he was all grandstanding on, uh, on one of the best pro wrestlers' uh, shows, Jericho, Chris mm. Jericho's show, mm. saying, you know why I hate the Republican Party right now, Chris? Because none of them apologized when I saw on my Capitol, I'm, there, I'm swore to defend the Constitution. <laughs> I spit a little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to do my... my uh, what is it? What is it? Jesse Ventura thing? This, His voice. This, yeah, this rhino, this rhino governor, former pro wrestler. Oh, I sometimes think if I saw that 
man, if I was defending the Capitol, being security at the Capitol, that man who had the rebel, the beautiful rebel flag, this beautiful rebel flag right here, Confederate flag on the Capitol, he wouldn't be breathing anymore. And so this guy was smearing the beautiful South, pretending like, uh, pretending like, this is not America, and you can't fly the beautiful American Southern flag in the beautiful capital. Once beautiful capital. Hey, hey, Mr. Hey, am I am I wrong, or did he sound? Did he, he want an apology about one flag? Because I, I I only heard a, a one a <laughs> yeah. flag, not flag eggs. Right. I only heard him say. Right. He only so, said he only saw like one flag, and and who knows who that was? It may have been ill advised or not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, these people try to infiltrate the tea party or whatever, make them look bad or, but to me, this doesn't make anybody look bad. It's beautiful, but there's a time and place to fly this beautiful rebel flag. But this guy acting like he would be so tough and like punch out the guy with the rebel flag, uh, and kill him. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing is this, what he needs after I mean, we know Robert Lee gone, but. Who you think will win between Robert Lee and Jesse Ventura? Oh yeah, uh, you, Robert you, you, E. Lee. My money is on yeah. based Robert E. Lee. Even in his death, he's he's stronger than uh, <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Alpha up. Yeah, Robert E. Lee is alpha up. Al- Robert. They then, dig up Robert E. Lee's uh, skeleton arm. That skeleton arm will just be <laughs> dominate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jesse Ventura. Four. You know it is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what, you need an apology, Mister. I know from Republicans, maybe? as if Republicans are responsible at all for how these people acted, and they were mostly well within their rights for how they acted at the be- at the beautiful uh, the beautiful protest at the trashy Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking, I seen that little commercial you just played, or with the Adam <laughs> Kishner. I'm like, man, I'm about to stop watching that hate report because that's who you support. That's man, disgusting, huh? Man, he needed that commercial with straight booty juice. Excuse my language, kids. <laughs> Excuse his language, straight, kids. Straight, he, he need to, uh, he need to give it up. And, uh, it seemed like every time they try to come with that Trump angle and try to, you know, use the slogan in a, a, a more lame language, uh, make the country, whatever he said, make the country great again or something, trying to rob Trump from his from his little saying. And then you just come with that whack little commercial, man. America don't like that commercial, man. You got to step your game up, Adam Kissinger, man. Try backing like a beta. Yeah, I agree with that, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that, uh, that, that commercial was trash, man. I mean, you just wasting money. You wasting your money, man. You throwing parts of cars and stuff, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, uh... I was about to say something else too. Huh. Well, I think that's all. That's all I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna hold you up for uh, on this one or I'll just call you back tomorrow or something. That sounds good, man. I appreciate the call. Great call. Great point. Hey, catch you later. All right. Yes, sir. Take care. Nah. Art in Ohio. Happy men's history month. Somebody said uh, I took some screenshots of the chats. Uh let me read these chats, guys, here as we uh in the last five or ten minutes of this show here. Uh, three birds. Is he going to win the primary? <laughs> three birds over there on the Odyssey. 
said Adam Kinzinger, a Republican from Illinois who has been a strong critic of former President Donald Trump, announced in a video Friday morning he is not running for re-election. <gasps> he has no chance of winning because Trump put the hammer down on, his, on this worthless beta. Oh, is that true? Lord Bibby42 says, uh, I'm going to put Jesse Ventura in an arm bar. Nick Broder says, Confederate battle flag. Yeah. Atop the General Lee. Yeah, Yahushua Saves says, Exactly, an unarmed insurrection. Not one Molotov cocktail either. Yeah. Because we're not Antifa. We're not Black Lives Matter scumbags. We are American patriots. We. <laughs> I didn't go to the Capitol. And uh, I know there were some people urging people not go. Because there's, you know, people get met. People get uh, messy. But by and large, 99% peaceful. What, were there 100,000 people there? It's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Trump is saying, let's see what I can cram in here in the last minutes of the show. Trump, based Trump. I know a lot of you guys don't like Trump. Trump says, sickos are pushing sexual content in kindergarten. It's a hallmark of cultural and social decay. It sounds like that part might have been written, a written speech that he read, but he's right about that. He's right. And speaking of that, this... This uh, misguided, black, light-skinned lesbian, Brittany Griner, WNBA star, he said that she's spoiled, maybe. Slams the prisoner trade proposal. Remember this? Okay, let me play clip 14, if I can. This is from Newsweek. Anthony Blinken, look at this guy and tell me if you think this man is showing great naturalness. Just totally speaking from the heart. He's not reading at all from a teleprompter. And uh, also, he has great authority as a man. Here's Blinken. Hopes Russia will find a resolution on Brittany Griner's release. Very brief section of his little speech thing. Uh, Secretary of State under Sleepy Joe Biden. Obama holdover. Anthony Blinken. Uh, clip 14. Roll it. Listen to this. In the days, I expect to speak with... Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov for the first time since the war began. I plan to raise an issue that's a top priority for us. The release of Americans Paul Whelan and Brittany Griner, who've been wrongfully detained and must be allowed to come home. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally and, I hope, move us toward a resolution. His tongue smacks. He's all, he's like Obama. He's like all pausing, but trying to act like he's speaking naturally, but he's, he's reading. I'm saying that he's reading. Call me a conspiracy theorist. But Rolling Stone says Trump sides with Russia over Brittany Griner because Trump said, quote, on this past Friday, I guess. She knew you don't go in there loaded up with drugs, and she admitted it. I assume she admitted it without too much force. Because it is what it is. It certainly doesn't seem like a very good trade, does it? And he's referring to this guy, whom some of you guys like the guy. This 
Russian guy who we have in our prison. And this guy is saying, I mean, Trump is saying he's absolutely one of the worst in the world. And he's going to be given his freedom because a potential, potentially spoiled person goes into Russia loaded up with drugs. She went in there loaded up with drugs. <laughs> I think she just had a vape with uh, some pot juice. But <laughs> I like how Trump said that. She went there loaded up with drugs into a hostile territory where they're very vigilant about drugs. They don't like drugs. Nice. Base Russia or not. And she got caught. <laughs> And now we're supposed to get her out, and she makes, you know, a lot of money, I guess. Yeah, what does the WNBA make? (laughs) And she's a so-called lesbian. She has, like, a wife or something. So-called wife, fake wife. Embarrassing. Talk about teaching sexual degeneracy to kids. We're supposed to get her out for an absolute killer. Was that guy a killer? And one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Killed many Americans, killed many people. Is that true? You guys know? Griner has pleaded guilty, or pled guilty, I think it's pleaded, but some say pled, I don't know. But she said she accidentally brought cannabis, accidentally, brought cannabis into Russia. Oh, I don't think I have time to play this last clip. I'll have to play it for you tomorrow. Uh, leave, cliffhanger, cliffhanger for the Hake Report. I used to hate this. I used to hate Yes, I was a child, a hate-filled child because I was a redhead. Redheads are hotheads. I hate it. <laughs> to be continued. Remember con- to be continued when you watch Knight Rider? I don't think Knight Rider did that to us. Um, but maybe uh, the A-Team. You ever watch the A-Team in the 80s, 90s? They would be, to be continued. And you're like, oh man, now I have to wait a whole week or the whole day. Watch To Be Continued, or on Batman, the animated series, later year, in later years, To Be Continued. What? And now you people watch To Be Continued, like, all the time. Although you guys, with Netflix, you can watch them all at once. You know, these series. It's the whole endless To Be Continued. And even at the end of the series, it's To Be Continued still in the next thing. And sometimes it's not renewed. <laughs> but anyway. Uh... Tomorrow, I'll share with you the ESPYs, ESPY Awards, last week. Steph Curry, whom I just talked mess about uh, at the beginning of the show, and some others. Another, like, lesbian soccer player and stuff. But anyway, that's that for uh, today. That's all I have for today, I have time for, anyway, today. This has been the Hake Report. Uh, Thehakereport.com. Thank you for the support. Shout out to the Super Chatters. Thanks, uh, Base MTS. Appreciate that, man. And Base America First. Much appreciation. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll have a fun Jesse Lee Peterson show. A fun Hake, hopefully. And then hopefully a Bond Archive Sunday service premiere tomorrow. And then, of course, Men's Forum. First Thursday of the month, Men's Forums. 7 p.m. at Bond, the highlight. Make sure you go, even if you're tired. You'll feel energized after because it's, it's cool. All right, guys. Thanks again, and take care.